Gentlemen, I hope you've taken a quaalude and you've pierced your nipple because we're heading to (laughs) a part of Florida that was decimated by Hurricane Ian and they are still doing poppers, baby. That's right. Let's hood over to Senior Frogs, which is Bruce the Barber Beefcake's penis nickname, self-chosen. I am joined by the man who uh, once threw me through a barbershop window, but I deserved it because I was on fire. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dylan. Marty Janetti was right, God. My name, John. Shawn Michaels should have kept doing cocaine. I want to chew his eyeball. Hastings, suck our butts. Isn't that crazy that I guess to talk about Brutus Beefcake in part like 80 or whatever, we're going to have to talk about like how he was just there and how it was one of the best angles in wrestling history. But it was made possible by the fact they were like, hey, we're going to have a really cool angle. But to set it up, we need like you to do a month of a bad talk show. And he was like, OK, can I um, shit standing up? I think that'd be funny. Like, yeah, Whatever. I I mean, I got to tell you, Bruce the Barber Beefcake is sort of the fucking Forrest Gump of wrestling and that he's there for the Rockers breakup. Also, here's my question. What role did he play in the NWO, Dylan? He was going to be the third man. He was going to be the third man. He uh, Hulk Hogan originally wanted the NWA to be just him and Ed Leslie talking. Yeah. Ed Leslie was going to come out and then just ask if anyone had smokes. And then they'd be like, what? We're doing an angle. Yeah. Here. yeah. But then like, he was. Oh, fuck. So no, then just answer yeah, the so wait, question, Kev. But and also he'd be the kind of guy that'd be like, yeah, man, I got uh, I got cools. And then what? You don't got you don't got camels. Oh, he'd be that kind of guy. Oh, fuck. I, I will never, I will never forget when comedian Alistair Barry said, Hey, do you have a cigarette? And I showed him Paul Malls and he's like, you're supposed to have camels. And I went, you're asking me for a cigarette. And then I'll never forget this. And I brought this up with him since he went, come on, man, I've quit smoking. And I was like, you don't get to do this. You do not get to do this. This is why everyone hates the English, right? It's that. No, that's not of, just the English. That's oh yeah. The, fucking, the empire. <laughs> no, that's the fucking, what's it called? Um, that was the uh, Toronto in 2010. Hey, I really, really need a cigarette. Okay, here you go. Oh, you don't have Belmonts? Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, my God. I actually have Belmonts in my other pocket. This is my silly fucking shitty pocket that I have my other cigarettes in. I didn't realize I bought a pack of Belmonts just in case a fucking asshole in all Jean wanted one. I remember saying to someone who has still since held a grudge. um, uh, Yeah, man, I don't have a I don't have money to afford Belmonts or DeMaurier's. Sorry. Yeah, pretty much. I just went like, um, oh, no, actually, I fucking stand to shit even, bro. Don't have Belmonts. Do you remember the cigarettes in Canada that you have to build yourself? Rollies? No, they weren't Rollies. The McDonald's. Oh, oh, the ones you build yourself. No, there was the one with the batch tobacco that was like one thing and that made it really easy. But no, I'm no McDonald's McDonald's. You didn't have to build yourself. And then they're, they're the ones with like the filter. You like there was cigarettes called yourself. smoking and they came in a paper pe- uh, pack. And if you got halfway through it, it would just fall apart. Then I mean, yeah, they're, it. they're of called course, smoking. They're also, of course, if you live near a native reserve, you could just get the big giant plastic bag of cigarettes mm. or for an extra dollar. You could just get them where they put them in packs. That was always my favorite. Oh, the BBs. Oh, BBs. That was the other thing where it's like, it's like, what's in this uh, tobacco? I don't know, man. Just, but you don't. Why are you acting like you care about yourself? That's true. I don't. I'll smoke. I remember being. I remember being on a native reserve in a shed buying cigarettes, and a guy in front of me was like, "Yeah, where are you getting this tobacco?" And I remember being like, "Bro, we're in line in the shed. Like, we this is not. <laughs> <laughs> we brought order to this fucking shed." Yeah. And on that note, we're going to talk about Ed Leslie now. We certainly are, ladies and gentlemen. We are. If you, how would I describe Ed, this portion of Ed Leslie's career? Is this this is pre barber still? This is when he's being managed by Johnny Valiant. He has the short hair, but he's clearly balding. He's just trying to be a beach bum, but he keeps wearing leather print and full length trousers. He is still, still teaming with Big Saul Hogan. Hogan's ahead of him in training, as which is so funny that it's like I can't imagine Hogan being markedly. So here's how much ahead of Hogan was in Ed Leslie. He knew it was fake. Ed Leslie was just really trying oh, to fuck the guys fuck yeah. he was up against. Yeah. Yeah, man. Let me just kick you. Fucking be cool. Be cool. Just stay down. <laughs> stay down. Could be in a fucking reverse pussy, which means fighting me. 
I guarantee if you're Ed Leslie's wife, if you say almost anything that isn't just very respectful to a customer service representative, he's rolling his eyes at you. Oh my God. I'm so sorry, man. My wife, you know what I mean? Like that's the vibe I get from this guy. Really? But, but he would still be like, look at her tits. And by tits, oh, I mean boobs. Yeah. hundred percent. He'd be like, I know she's a little of this, but check out the fucking milk bags on this cow is what oh, he would say. Oh, sorry about my wife. She lets me fucking come in her. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'll have that hot <laughs> snicker bar yeah man sorry my wife blew up your spot about them fucking jalapeno poppers but i like them bold on the streets because then they're mean in the sheets <laughs> uh ed leslie um hated working in mid-south he did of that course. between 1979 and 1980 ed, ed leslie stood up on a chair i'm the only one that ogles the little girls not you jerry just ed wait here's who he uh here's who he wrestled gino hernandez Pork Chop Cash, Tank Patton, Ted DiBiase, and Stan Hansen. Were those two first ones just names you made up of old timey thirties boxers? Gino Hernandez was the first one. Oh, pardon John, me. You know who that Number is. Pork Chop Cash. That's the is one. Is a great name. Tank Patton also seems made up, but definitely Tank- Pork Chop Cash, a man's man. All these guys are just basically like actually wrestling him, and he's like, "Fuck, I just fucking wanted to fucking get my dick sucked a couple times. Now I'm gotta fucking yeah. move around." I- I thought pork chop was my dinner. I didn't think that was an opponent. I was ordering dinner. I ordered a pork chop. Yeah, that's pretty much. I guarantee he made that joke constantly. Oh <laughs> I like God. Ed Leslie as like any fucking. He is just a walking forward you get from your uncle if you're already. I guarantee when he was talking to Tank Patton, he kept being like more like septic tank, eh? <laughs> <laughs> pork chop, but I ordered the steak. <laughs> well done. Oh, no, I guess I ordered me. <laughs> Uh, and then Jim Cron- no, that's a tag team. And then Gino Hernandez did Coke. And then Ed Leslie said, that's a bit intense. Um, I'm just going to mush my dickhead into all this weed. This is something I was thinking about Gino Hernandez. How much cocaine do you have to do to have suppliers at your funeral? Like that was the thing that's like, every- there's- <laughs> like the- they're so sad that they lost you as a client. They went yeah. to your funeral. Oh, my God. Well, that's the other thing is I guarantee doing that. I don't know anything about being a drug dealer, but I guarantee it's like, like anything, you convince yourself that your relationships with clients are actually not just because they're your client because you don't want to feel yourself like you're just in basically alive to make money. So they're probably like, oh, this is sad. But in the back of their head, they're like, I'm going to make up that 800 fucking bucks a week. Yeah. Either that or it's like, you said, you want to be, you want to add to that? I mean, this is the crazy thing about my hometown. I haven't gone to any of funerals in my hometown, but a friend of mine who went to three of them recently said, you know, when someone says something that's a complaint, no funerals, that, don't invite John Hastings. I don't go. Well, I do go. <laughs> He's dead. I, what does he have to offer? Yeah. Me? He's uh, done now. Roll you know, him into the ocean. You know who I'm really done with is when people go by f- graveyards and like, this is just a waste of space. And it's like, yeah, someone died and is in there and the people like to go visit them. You fucking weirdos. Fuck you. Anyway, uh, of space. I know, I know it's a waste of space, but there's loads. Marinas are also a waste of space. I name one thing that's better because there's, oh, my pedometrist can go fucking fishing with his fucking loser girlfriend and suck. It's true. Um, People that uh, have boats are the people who need boats the least. Yeah. People who have boats, you know what they need to do? They need to die. Um, by me, I drown them. Okay. Go for it, John. I will. I guess what guys are talking about your hatred of funerals because you hate the act of grieving. That's right. I hate it. So in my hometown, apparently a friend of mine has gone to three uh, funerals in my hometown of Ottawa. And she said this, which I thought was crazy. She's like, hey, uh, you've been to a couple of funerals recently. Was everyone doing blow? And I was like, no. And then I was like, how well are people doing in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada? They're like, I'm very sad. I know it'll soothe me. A couple of lines of this delicious cocaine. Like, that's the (laughs) most decadent i've ever like doing cocaine after a dinner party that's like oh my god so decadent on like a on a on a like a silver tray even more decadent in 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 the bathroom of a funeral home like that is so druggy yeah i don't know man because it's not even coke it's just like speed and fentanyl where you're like oh i hope it's more speed than fentanyl yeah 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 exactly i hope i go i hope i feel really up and then also don't die yeah i hope i have a heart attack instead of just dying also but i guess if you die at a funeral it's just like fucking throw them in on top of each other let's save some money they're gonna 69 for eternity (laughs) this is a sick joke oh man i can't believe he died anyway 69 so 
Here's his first fucking gimmick change. Are you ready? Yeah. He becomes Dizzy Golden. Oh my God! Is who that was what? Who what was he? Uh, he his is a, What was his character? He is a takeoff of Dizzy Gillespie, but he pisses on you. So he plays uh, <laughs> some sort of weird instrument, and then yeah. and then comes to the ring and tries to piss on you. It's so he's a got a net filled with piss. Yeah, he's got a clarinet filled with piss, and he sprays it in the opponent's eyes. But he's the he's a good guy because it's Memphis. No, so here's what it was: he would come out as an old lady, and he really wanted to fuck. He was the first golden girl, no. and then a guy saw that, made a sitcom out of it. That's real. I God, I hope that that's real. And he had some matches against the fabulous Freebirds, and the matches were he wanted to fuck the Freebirds, they didn't want to, and then by the end of the match, they just agreed they should fuck, and they fucked for three whole hours. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and they no, came no, in uh... each other's butts and they farted it out while holding hands. <laughs> That was the end of the match. <laughs> yeah, at the Sportatorium one Friday, uh, the audience sat with bated breath until three in the morning while they all sat uh, crisscross applesauce in the middle of the ring and full yeah. jacked off for each other. <laughs> but yeah. they were ta- they're waiting the timing to be perfect, so they all came as one. And when ter- Terry had the thinnest load of all of them, but he made the loudest noise, mm-hmm. he went, he almost said Michael. Exactly. That's what happened. So Cornette, there was a Cornette podcast um, that I'll summarize thusly. It was like, you think this fucking CM Punk has heat? I remember when fucking Dizzy Golden was in the ring with cum in his ass and he wouldn't fart it out. The sportatorium was in stitches. They were <laughs> fucking pissed. Fart out the cum, Dizzy. Get out that cum. Let me fucking say this fucking thing about AEW. Not one of them fucking wrestlers, if they had come in their assholes, would go to the ring. You're a bunch <laughs> of cunts. We what happened? Coming around every day. Bill Watts used to call him the sticky jar. He would die. He would dab it into your asshole like he was a, a whiteout on a document. You know what I mean? Redacting it. He just he, uh, Bill Watts was known for saying. Come in the ass, shoulders on the mat. <laughs> <laughs> come in the ass, come in the seats. People in the seats is what he meant. Anyway. Yeah, he was very so, bad at phrases. Here's my favorite thing. This is why I love Ed Leslie. His first, so Dizzy Golden was, Dizzy was a nickname given to him by Terry Funk after they got drunk one night. And Golden <laughs> came from Sterling Golden because Hogan was working uh, under that name uh, for Jim Barnett, which is like at every single I like the idea that every single character twist, he also, he's like, what about Barber Beefcake Hogan? What? I'm sorry. I just want to have the last name as him. I don't have any ideas. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's exactly that. It's like if every, like, it's like Hulk Hogan created the his own dollar store version of himself that that Brutus Beefcake would just be. You know what I mean? Like, you can have Sterling Golden or you can have the Lester and not nearly as interesting this is where Dylan right there just didn't like the riff. Did you feel that? Dylan let that riff drop. Didn't care for it. I didn't uh, hear it at all. Oh, my God. Even more insulting. Wasn't even paying attention to the riff. No, I mean, I was, uh, you, you cut out really bad. You're a riff denier. Denying me my riff. <laughs> uh, first run in WWF, he met the Grand Wizard, Freddie Blassie, Captain Lou Albano, and said he had a great time, which probably means he got drunk with those old men. Yeah, guaranteed. The Grand Wizard um, had some stories to tell Ed Leslie, and those stories were uh, graphic in nature. And to and what to do with a body when you just uh, you um, you pick up a a male, um, you pick up just a runaway on the side of the Jersey Turnpike and just hunt him for sport. Oh. <laughs> Here's the key to wrestling: find a weak person, kill him, and then you feel like God. Sorry, did I say wrestling? I meant life. Ha ha, yeah. Freddie Blassie. It's me, Freddie Blassie. My kids don't talk to me, and I always claimed it was due to wrestling, but it's we all know it's due to my horrific personality. It is crazy when someone values their career so much. Like, obviously, everyone in wrestling, if Freddie Blassie was always in wrestling, and he was good at it, so they'd view him in a positive light. And they always show that in documentaries. I guess the idea, I guess the example of it would be the Ric Flair ESPN documentary. It's like, well, I mean, people love him, but there are some people who had differing opinions. And this is his family being like, I was raised by a cardboard cutout of my dad. Yeah, I remember the one Christmas my dad came. He challenged the Christmas tree to a fight and then he figure four leg locked my mom and had full sex with a prostitute. And here's the weird thing. He didn't leave the house or use the phone. I think that woman just knew to show up there. Yeah, he um he's got he got a present for himself. It was the cake from under siege. He just we had to watch him have sex with a prostitute in the cake. Yeah, he he did. Yeah. Oh, and he made me wear his robe. 
<laughs> oh god take my robe i'm about to fuck this lady that's not your mom david david take my robe i can't wear a robe around a lady i love you wear a robe around mom all the time <sighs> don't answer the questions you don't want answers before <laughs> you change the questions i change the whatever i don't know man i'm just gonna I can't. fuck this lady shut up I just can't believe that we all thought Ric Flair was a good guy, even though he's the only person I know whose favorite drink is a mixer shot cocktail. Oh, yeah. And he was like, yeah, he'd get everyone else drunk and then dump his drinks in the plant so everyone else drunk and he could lurk. It's yeah, like, exactly. Oh, what, what, he loved, weird. what he loved to do is drink kamikazes. And by that, I mean, he used to give them to a bunch of women and then he'd be drinking water. Yeah, he was full Bill Cosby, but we're wrestling, so we still think that's kind of kooky. Anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's wrestling, and so we're like, well, listen, we're just surprised they didn't hire Bill Cosby after he got out of jail that first time to be the commissioner of Raw. <laughs> anyway, he also earned money, of course, extra money, uh, Ed Leslie did during his WWF run. Due to his association with Hogan, he says he earned 500 bucks for one of his job matches. Everyone else earned 200 in their job matches. I love Ed Leslie almost. He's a piece of shit with the sex stuff, but like just the idea that like sometimes people want to strike out on their own. Ed Leslie wanted none of that. He just wanted to hang out with his friend and get paid. And he did. He you can unequivocally say Ed Leslie hitched his wagon to the exact right thing. Like, Ed I forgot Leslie, if it was horse or car. <laughs> uh Ed Leslie more than anyone basically showed up in an industry and leslie is the american dream he is a famous celebrity wrestle cannot do that he's not good at the thing he did that's really great but he's 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 a big guy he always had that it's not like hey we're gonna sign this guy i've seen him he's not that big like in that like in his height like it's one of those things where it's like you he's one of those guys where i was like what the fuck like i was noticeably taller than him Yes, but Hogan, like Hulk Hogan right now is 6'4", and in, during his prime, he was measured at 6'7". So you do shrink, especially when your like, entire career is just falling on your back. Like uh, Completely. But we, but I thought Hogan lied about his height. Like I thought it was like Hogan's actually, like you, Hogan was 6'7", which actually he was 6'4", so now he's 6'1". Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's also that thing of like we're basing this off of wrestling figures and also no, the wrestling. Big Fat Dave. Da- Big Fat Dave Meltzer says that. Big Fat um, Dave Meltzer. I got to say this right now. Oh, say it. I don't know if all of his facts are correct. Ooh, sometimes he just guesses. Good for him. Yeah. He can't some- fucking say shit about that. No, as opposed to here, where all of our facts. If we, by the way, if you, we don't know a fact, that's when it's time for a riff. <laughs> Hogan went on tour of Japan, and Ed Leslie had hurt his shoulder, so he took some time off. During that break, he tells a story in his book. But about him. what's interesting, is, Sally, go for it. Oh yeah, is that Hulk Hogan made him eat the same food that Hulk was eating while he was in Japan? So he's like, you have to get like this brand peas, and you have to get uh, this type of lettuce. I was trying to go for a joke about how. Oh yeah, Hulk no, Hogan he would chew it and then mail it, and Eddie had to eat the chewed up. Food exactly right, Hulk right. Hogan. Long, t- uh, thank burp. you very much. Yeah, baby burped him from long distance. Thank you so much for saving that riff. Continue, Dylan. <laughs> riff so this saver. girl Sally brought him back to her house. Only oh for boy, him to be caught by her boyfriend. Oh no, who chased Ed with a sword? Yeah, no, he didn't. Well, oh wait, sorry, Florida. Yeah, maybe. And the seventies. Yeah, where this happened. Well, I know where it happened. If someone's Ed fucking... managed to make it to a Denny's. Oh, fuck yeah. And the girl's boyfriend's friend, Marty, picked him up so he wasn't arrested as the police were called. And, I um, yeah. love Ed Leslie. I mean, this just sounds like something he saw in a movie. And then this sounds like what happened in the movie Sideways. Yeah. Basically, Ed Leslie lived, lived the meth version of Sideways. Two guys head up to <laughs> Bakersfield to try all the different... Me- yeah. I'm am- not... Yeah, published- but I'm not having any fucking blue boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy knows the different types of meth. Someone's been to the U.S. a long time. Good for you. Can I say this right now? The movie Sideways is one of the most piece of shit movies ever that was like marketed as like, hey, these two guys find themselves in a wine country. And when really it's pig vomit from private parts and the guy from Wings go and have sex with Sandra Oh and some other lady and then they drink wine a bit. And then Sandra Oh beats the fuck out of Ta- Thomas Hayden Church with a goddamn motorcycle helmet. I think that it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was fine. It was it was pretty OK. It was just like a movie that was like, hey, here's a movie that you could watch if you're not an asshole and it's been nominated for some stuff. And everyone's like, sure. 
Yeah, I'm not. It's not just like about a child slowly dying. No, it's not. It's about some guys drinking wine. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, don't worry. You hear about a child slow. You hear a child slowly dying, but only if you're really paying attention. He said uh, Sally was evil. Ed did, and he would would purposely mess with his head, and be purposely caught with other men to create drama and belittle him. Ed also claims Sally had a child she abandoned. She couldn't hack parenthood, so he fucking hates Sally. Also, that child, Ed Leslie claims that child grew up to be CM Punk. That's weird, Ed Leslie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think that Ed Leslie, I do like the idea of a guy having a biography and just being like, and here's this girl who would call me back. I'm going to call her a bad mom. I got to tell you, I like that. Ed Leslie, you know what he does? He's setting on on scores. I know how to take care of this guy. So this is why I love Ed Leslie. The next big thing that happens in his career is... Um, he tags with Eddie Gilbert in Memphis. And then, of course, this is Ed Leslie, big Fred Leslie. Hulk Hogan is in Rocky Three, So he that's goes right. To, he goes to the AWA <laughs> because he's the fucking man. His he friend does out. something. So he goes, hey, Tear Bear, can I come along? And oh, my like, God. Absolutely, dude. Do you mind uh, lugging around my piss in a bucket just so I know you're less than me? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't give a fucking shit. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, no problem, dude. One thing I'm just going to need you to do to eat this big giant tub of yellow coleslaw, dude, in front of Vern. I, <laughs> I guarantee he was like, here's the thing, brother. I'm going to yell racial slurs, and you got to just say it was you because I'm going to do it when everyone's back is turned. 100%. I'm fine with that, Terry. Awesome, yeah. dude. I mean, you didn't even need to ask if I wanted to be a part of that. Like, I, of course, just want to be a part of that because I'm my name's Ed Leslie. And, like, I just, I love you. But I not- love the idea of Hulk Hogan drunk on the side of the road, cars smashed up. The cops are like, did you drive this, Mr. Uh, Hogan or Boulder or whatever? And then um, and then Ed Leslie just arrives in a fucking house coat eating a Snickers and is like, now nah, it was me. But you're clearly sober and now nah, I'm drunk and I did that. Whatever. Anyway, he's going to he's going to let me work for a racist for cash. So yeah. I did it like he just covers for every bad thing. It's great. I don't think that Ed Leslie does it on purpose. I think he just he just he's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. He like, does. He just does not want to have a real job and he will do whatever it takes. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? It didn't take that much. This is why I love. Here's here's this is classic 80s stuff. He's wild. The NWAWA. Sorry. Ed Leslie would get drunk. And who would you who would you get drunk with? He would go bowling with the crusher. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Dog Bichon. Bichon. No, 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 no. It gets better. Bobo Brazil and Box Zoom Off. No, of course. Oh, my God. Imagine that fucking car. All night, we would just shoot balls down the lanes and also down some of the girls in the parking lot. No! Upon request. Oh, no, Edward. (laughs) Me and that pedophile used to fuck together. (laughs) Let's go. Uh, you probably want to take Buck Zumoff out of your book. Those girls weren't girls. Those girls were 18. I checked their ID. I photograph it. Because one time, Bill Dundee said, what if someone questions it? And I went, Bill, don't worry. I'm not going to get caught like you. I mean, I don't do that. My name is Ed Leslie. Uh, yeah, I checked for this girl's ID, and she had one. Too old. Buck Zumoff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Ed Leslie, um, can I just say this? What the? F- I guarantee Mad Dog Vashon took his dick out in that bowling alley. Like, there is no way. That oh, guy yeah. was like, there was a pedophile I, there, and he was actually <laughs> the least of the problems. Yeah, like, yeah, Buck Zumoff is a horrific pedophile piece of shit, and may he die stabbed to death. But I guarantee, for, on a, like, customer service level, Mad Dog Vashon, far more disruptive at the bowling alley. Yeah, if, you, if you're a pedophile... Get into wrestling because you will not stick out as weird as what we've learned from the uh, early Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like Mad Dog Vashon's got his leg off and he's trying to fight a fucking hey. his own leg, and then it, someone it, sees that creates the flashlight. Exactly correct. And, he, and then and Mad Dog Vashon remembers that. Very happy he does not get royalties for it. I just want my ideas out there. Uh-huh. I just want to come in something, and then yeah. I made a thing, and that's good. Yeah, that's good. He did that. I want to come too. Um. <laughs> Do you ever think that Mad Dog Vashon and Pat Patterson were together and uh, Pat Patterson was like, this fucking guy is making all French people look like fucking psychos? I don't think so, because I think it was like he was just one of those beast characters. But I mean, yeah, I mean, he's just like Mad Dog Vashon wouldn't even have promos. He would just start trying to claw people's eyes out. I don't think everyone would be like, is he French? 
Like, yeah, you know what I mean, there's no time to be like, oh, no, they made it very clear he was French. Like there is. I like that. Another you, layer to why people would hate him at that era. That's exactly correct. Like, Not only should you hate him because he's making loud noises, he also doesn't speak the same language as you. Therefore, he stinks. Literally smells bad. OK, we got a new name for Ed Leslie because he gets fired from the AWA because apparently Greg Gagne loves Hulk Hogan and he was jealous of. Hulk and Ed's friendship and oh fuck yes Greg Gagne you fucking loser uh Terry we're gonna have to go a different direction with Ed so I sit next to you I gotta dispute this story I guarantee he was just bad at wrestling and they gave him a shot and they're like I don't care what fucking movie your buddy was in you fucking suck and he's like Greg's probably just jealous of all the time I get pussy and he doesn't like it just yeah. sounds like a guy not being invited to it sounds like a guy who's got fat after high school and isn't invited to a party because everyone hates him and he's like it's probably because you guys never got fucking fingered or you never fingered anybody in grade six like I fingered her in grade six like at Leslie 100 percent goes back to his hometowns and talks about who he fucked in fucking grade nine or something buddy he does not need to go home to do that like you, oh, you and true. I are he is a wrestler yeah, like I guarantee he brings that up. Oh man, I was just <laughs> yeah. on Facebook on his phone being like fucked her. Yeah. What? Oh, that's a hundred percent correct. That guy is dead and he and I, he's still he's like, let's head on over to MySpace. Then I can show you when things were crazy for old Eddie Leslie. Yeah, just always reading his yearbook in public. <laughs> fucked her. What? Why are you reading your yearbook? Eh, circle the girls. I've I've a little page thing say to sort through I've fucked. Anyway, how I I guarantee Ed Leslie pulled a move that a friend of mine pulled, uh, which was they uh, they were just on uh, on dating apps while they have relationships. And when asked about it, they'd say, I'm on there to make fun of people. And you're just like, that's mm. not what you're doing. <laughs> that's cool, though. That's yeah, certainly. I would do. That's something you are doing. I found yeah. Dylan. Dylan's I'm on only in there to ironically fucking cheat on you. Cheat on you and give <laughs> yeah. Dylan. HPV, spread the HPV around. Dylan's ironically on all dating apps and his wife is cool with it because Dylan is um, just for a joke. It's just for a joke. And he's also not he's not typing anything because he's convinced that his uh, profile photos are so hot. They'll do the job for him. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's just a little joke that I have to. It's a little prank I'm doing tonight. You have to take care of the kid. I'm going to get this woman pregnant. Um, Yeah, that's take care of this kid because I'm going to go make another kid that you mm -hmm. will raise. December 1981 until August 1982. Ooh. My favorite person in the world, Ed Leslie, wrestles Ooh. for Don Owens in Portland, yes. and his name yes. is Dizzy Hogan. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's Don so Owens. Sick. I like Don Owens because Don Owens only exists in the history of wrestling because he was friends with Roddy Piper. But the more you hear about this guy, here's what I picture when I think Don Owens. Thin man, big gut, smokes. Like weird facial hair or sunglasses inside, a type of guy you don't really see anymore. This is the type of guy that's into conspiracy theories in the 80s. That's what I picture when I picture Don Owens. You know what I mean? Like kind of guy that's just like, Apparently yeah. he had three girlfriends. D- no fucking shit. Did Don Owens have three girlfriends? That's what, once again, if it, if Hogan or Beefcake says it, I genuinely doubt that it happened. I'm yes. the exact opposite. Ed Leslie has no reason to lie and no reason to impress us about Don Owens facts. Don Owens. I mean, guaranteed he was like, and then I fucked the, all three of them better than he did, and he gave me money we because don't I was ha- so good at sex, and then I taught him how to have sex, but like in a straight way. Disagree. Don or uh, Owens put the orgasm in Oregon, and you need mm. to fucking... That's why I paid well, so well. He was that's like, exactly he's, right. He's getting rimmed, he's sucking, yeah, he's fucking... He, he's getting rimmed, he's sucking, he's fucking, he's licking, he's, he's coquettishly biting. Little nibbles. <laughs> Oh God, that's that's really upsetting, isn't it? Just we've talked about hanging out with pedophiles in this episode, and that was the worst part, John. Yep, that's right. Sometimes, sometimes the jokes hurt. He for somehow appeared in 1982, 1983, and 1984 in the big fight series in New Japan. He wrestled under his real name. 82, he generally loses. 83, he lost a lot, but recorded more wins. And in 84, he almost exclusively jobbed, which is great. I mean, everyone's like, we're trying to build something, except with you, you just lose. And he's like, that's cool. Can I get a burger? But I guess you call it sushi, man. I'm really having some Mr. Baseball vibes over here. I do not like this food. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's a niche movie, but if you guys want to play an amazing drinking oh my game, God, that's such just a play good the, the Mr. Baseball drinking baseball. game, which is every time Sam Selleck gets upset with Japanese culture, you take a drink. And you the, are fucking hammered. You will be hammered within the first 20 minutes of that movie. Also, the scene where just he... him going like, sushi, what? <laughs> Car, what? There is also the sky, a part... what? Yeah, there's a part in Mr. Baseball that uh, that is so nuts, which is how he bonds with Japanese culture is that they slurp noodles and he realizes he likes making a loud noise while he eats, too. And then at the end of the scene, <laughs> he has to slurp off with someone and he's louder at slur- slurping than them. I love American movies in the in Hollywood in the 90s because it was like, hey, listen, we are going to respectfully discuss other people's races. And by that, I mean, we're going to put a guy from a sitcom 20 years ago in your country, and he is going to be disgusted by everything. Like, there's a scene in Mr. Baseball where he just walks into the shower and looks at all the Japanese baseball players' penises and full throws up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. In America, we cover our dicks at all times. Bad. Men shouldn't see other men's penises. It's like... minutes of the whole scene and then it's and it's also why they don't think he could win the japanese world series which is what they call it amazing they Mr. Have tiny dicks they, yeah he keep they keep being like mr thomas there's this whole scene where he's like we need to get american players here because if the other players know that our team's penises are much smaller we'll lose and the coach is like i never considered this is why we're losing and then it all ends with um with tom Selleck sucking his own dick and then he becomes the mayor of tokyo <laughs> tom fucking Selleck. I can't believe that it's like Mr. Baseball. How about this? How about part of it is that he's he's having a hard time acclimating and he's also a size queen. What? Yeah. yeah he's yeah. really visibly upset that is first of all, we're gonna make the racist joke that Asian people have small dicks. Secondly, he needs to see big hogs. He yeah, needs to see it... big throbbing cocks or else he's so fucking pissed. The ending of it is just what a guy. Fuck? This is why I got into baseball. Yeah. Undercover C fucking just deliciously soaking hot cocks. And you ripped it away from me. I can't see the protruding veins in the stem of your cock. I, I need to see the veins. Get up at 5 a.m. Eat a bunch mm-hmm. of oats and then go for a 10-mile run to see small fucking dicks. Do you think I keep Kato in the 90s to see a two-incher, you motherfuckers? I want to see eight. <laughs> Minimum. Someone who's got to wear boxers. Then he like gets them hard, and he's like, "Actually, that is quite impressive." Okay, here's new rule: if you guys are going to shower around me, everyone's got to be hard. Yeah, <laughs> I did not know that uh, there were such things as growers. I thought that was a myth. I apologize. My team is filled with people with delicious cocks. <laughs> now we are That's his the world conference. champions. Thank you very much, Mister Baseball. Anyway, so if you guys knew about the movie Mister Baseball, that was great. If not, I hope you fast forwarded 30 seconds a bunch. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in eight seconds. Suck me off. Hey, guys, thanks very much for donating to the Patreon. Uh, We're trying to do a drive to get to 100 subscribers, and at 100 subscribers, we'll think of something to do. But if you guys donate to the Patreon, we have $5, $10, $20, or $25 if you're really crazy people that you guys can donate to. Thank you so, so much for donating to Patreon. Uh, It's really made this even more worthwhile than just talking about Barry Horowitz's dick already is. I want you to know how much I love all the Patreon listeners. I was quietly reflecting on my love while Dylan was doing that. Let's be honest. Great commercial. Oh, my God. Welcome back from break. Oh, my God. I am so (laughs) exposed. Oh, my God. I uh, am so excited to tell you what Ed Leslie did in Japan. He says he only ever ate spaghetti. Oh, my God, Ed. Come on, Ed. Here's what spaghetti. Uh, Napoleon which is spaghetti with tomato sauce, of course, cut up hot dogs. Except a handful of times when he let the Yakuza take him out to the steakhouse and they uh, actually gave him steak. He went out with Dick Murdoch on a Yakuza-sponsored no. evening. Oh, my God. What the fuck was that? Ed, we're surrounded. <laughs> he said he arm wrestled three guys at once. Dirty Dick Murdoch did or Ed Leslie did? Ed, Le- Ed Leslie did. Ed he did Not possible. With a Not lot possible. Of the Yakuza's, and uh, it does of seem course. like um, they probably were like, that's why he was on the tours. <laughs> it was like, hey, this guy old job and he's super fun to hang out with. 
And um, unlike that Murdoch guy, he doesn't say anything about our eyes. Yeah. Uh, I guarantee Ed, Hulk Hogan is famous because like Hulk Hogan be like, we want to hang out with uh, Hulk Hogan. They're like, he's not that fun to hang out with. Who you want to hang out with is his Fred Ed. And they're like, why? And then Ed Leslie just like, hey, man, did you know that if you give a, a priest like a bunch of money, he'll just give you that wine? <laughs> Ed Leslie's dope. He's like Hogan probably was more likable because he hung out with Ed Leslie. You know what I mean? Where it's like Hogan is kind of like whatever to hang out with. He's just like a nice guy who's very um a little nice to them at least and wants something so he knows how to get he knows how to talk to people with things he wants yeah um whereas ed leslie's just like a party doesn't guy. want anything doesn't want anything yeah, he, don't, he he's has what he wants which is some beers and some boys and he wants to fucking fuck somebody and he hates that you can't anymore I guarantee he still thinks you can. That guy's Fourth of July celebrate celebratory messages really imply oh, that. Yeah. yeah, like let's fucking show everyone my piercings. <laughs> January to April '83, he wrestled for Crockett. He teamed with Butch Reed. Worked with Brian Blair, Mike Rotundo, and One Man Gang. Brian Blair, of course, was like, "I have a newborn baby. I fucking hate it." <laughs> yeah, Brian Blair, by the way, tried to sell Ed Leslie his kid. Ed, you seem responsible. Would you like a baby that is going to grow up one day to be very disrespectful <laughs> and to fucking beat me up, which I hate? <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I, you've never been the same since you discovered that Brian Blair got beaten up by his fucking son. I remember that episode recording so vividly in your old weird apartment in that fucking disgusting house in oh, south london fuck yeah london nothing does no one does bad houses like london because everywhere else in the world is bad but london it's also damp so it's like if you don't check on it that mold is going to grow into a whole person yeah i'll never forget uh dylan uh uh oh my god that house the amount of fucking stories oh yeah the fact that like you house. had to you had to have a bit of fucking while about you to um i remember mike Shear, we there's this uh very funny comedian Meg McKay who was over in England and she was like, "Can I stay at your place?" I'm like, "If you want to, man." And she went, to, she took a dump or a piss, and um, accidentally locked herself in the bathroom. And our uh, other comedian Mike Shear had to get her out of the bathroom. And that was the first time they met. <laughs> was him like rescuing her from the bathroom? That's true. Mike Shear, um, possibly the best. Possibly, uh, how would I describe him? The dude from Big Lebowski, if he was a real guy. <laughs> yeah, the dude just does stand up occasionally. That's dope. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for most of my time in England, he gave up stand up so he could be a bass player in a reggae band, which was That's sick. Bro, let me tell you, that's how you fucking do it. <laughs> he, he, that man fucking lives life. Um, Ed Leslie wrestled at Super Sunday, 20,000 plus people got to see Dizzy Boulder. Against Wahoo McDaniel. Oh, my God. Wahoo McDaniel, by the way, just fully tried to kill Ed Leslie. <laughs> yeah. The match was a parking lot brawl because Wahoo just kept repeatedly trying to run him over with his truck. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Wahoo, uh, Wahoo had to be searched for weapons uh, four different times during the match because he kept leaving the ring, going under the ring, and then coming back with two handguns. <laughs> you you have to <laughs> have to see the picture of uh, Ed Leslie's Dizzy Boulder that I'm sending you on Facebook right now. Like, you have to see it. It's crazy. I'm <laughs> so good. <laughs> you know what he looks like? I, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, F is for Family. He looks like the next door neighbor in F is for Family exactly. Oh, my God. It's crazy. But that's what you, when you're a great character actor, like, uh, I'm going to say William Defoe or Ed Leslie, you can change your face. I John. want you to know this right now. What's so good about this is because of the algorithm that you sent me on. All the other suggested ima uh, images of Dizzy Boulder are just a bunch of covers of Johnny Winter albums. <laughs> That's what I fucking love Ed Leslie for. Now, he he went around, but now he's in the WWF. Because you want to know why? Because Hulk Hogan... It's 1984, and Hulk Hogan is now the man in the WWF, and it took a year, but baby, it's time for Ed Leslie to fucking be in the WWF, and goddammit, he's going to be up the card because his best friend is reinventing professional wrestling. I hate Ed Leslie's sense of humor, but him as a man, 
I love. I guarantee he's clogged a toilet and oh. tried to unclog it himself oh. and made clogged it worse and been like, sorry, I tried to fix it. <laughs> that's that's bad now. And then left a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. And I guarantee that's co- what he calls the dizzy go- the boulder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, dare. I guarantee um, uh, he has a favorite IHOP to get drunk in. <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, if you just skip the unlimited bread, you can get pretty fucking wasted. And he said, Mario's, they got good yeah. prices in there. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. He I, knows he he knew the last McDonald's you could smoke in. For sure. Oh, my God. I am just remembering. Wrestle a lot in Quebec because they still got smoking rooms. I'm just remembering this is a very specific time in 2009 when certain yuck yucks in Canada headliners didn't want to get drinks at the motorcycle club after the show they wanted to walk down the street to jack astors to get fucked up <laughs> i like that i like that more why the fuck would you go to a motorcycle club when you go to jas and get ripped <laughs> why you want more girls at jack astors was the reason by the way no yeah what with their family that i, I there's I, a I, ton listen. of chicks there they just happen to be having dinner with their dad Who's yeah. visiting from out of town and buying Listen, them a meal? <laughs> here's how you knew you were going there. If someone on the on the lineup was regularly appearing on Much Music's video on trial, they wanted to go get drinks at Jack Astor's. That's all I'm saying. Oh yeah, and then you can work if you guys want to do some deep research. I guess work out who that was, and then be underwhelmed because you don't know who they are for sure. Anyway, Ed Leslie joins the WWF. He's a heel named Brutus Beefcake. Why is he a fucking? He's a vain character. He's a male stripper, and he's gonna That's fucking right. rip one into your goddamn wife, which is the closest thing to a real character. Yeah, especially All Ed Leslie wants to do is fuck, and that is his character. <laughs> and also, you're in New York City. It's the early '80s. You've got an opened, an unnecessarily unbuttoned shirt, and a lot of gold jewelry. And Vince McMahon just put your worst nightmare in the ring. A guy who doesn't just own workout equipment like you do, but a guy who uses it. Oh, my fucking God. Like, how do you make a bunch of guys from Jersey real pissed off? Hey, man, my name is fucking Brutus. I'm going to fuck your girlfriend. And fucking kill this guy. Well, also, and it's I'll- like, all right, we've made a cartoon for, or sorry, we made wrestling. It's going to be like Saturday morning cartoons. It's going to be explicitly for kids. One of our new characters is this guy wants to fucking long dick your wife. <laughs> like It's like, that's <laughs> yeah. how fucked Vince McMahon is. How about this? How about a guy who wants to fucking fuck their moms? I'm going to call him Brutus Beefcake. No, I want to call him New Daddy. Yeah. I'm New Daddy. Okay, so here's the character. It's me after I meet someone's mom. <laughs> I have a bow tie, no shirt on. Yeah, I want to bow tie. Stab and I have my a, scissors. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I got a bunch of sharp objects in a bag. <laughs> I got a grocery bag full of broken glass and I want to fuck their mom. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> How about new dad backslash yeah. me? All right. So here's the theme song. I'm here to fuck your mom, and I've got trimming shears, and I like to fuck you. Glass, and I'm gonna shove it in your ass, chip as fuck. It's for kids, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's managed by a guy named fucking Johnny Valiant, who looks like he wants to fuck your mom, and he can't. Brutus does. <laughs> uh, so obviously. Here's how this is great because sometimes you come with a wrestler who's like, Oh, I came up with this name for myself. Brutus never does that. He always just shows up and he goes, Make me what you want me to be. And he does in the WWF. Apparently, um, Linda McMahon came up with the beak. Uh, sorry, in his book, he credits Linda McMahon with coming up wholesale with the Brutus Beefcake character. Beefcake was uh, the name Linda gave him, and Hulk Hogan came up with a Brutus based on the villain from Popeye. Apparently, the name embarrassed Ed tremendously, unlike Dizzy Boulder did. Yeah. I'm going to say why is he was like, um, he couldn't fuck Linda. He couldn't fuck Linda. Like, he, he, like, she was like, no, no. Here's what I think happened. She was like, Ed, I need to talk to you. And he was like, I got you. And starts undoing his belt. And she was like, so you're going to be known as Brutus the Barber Beefcake? And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. But when do you and I fuck? And she was like, well, I have a husband. And he was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Northerners. And he just put his belt back on. <laughs> I guarantee here's what happened is that they did have sex because I'm assuming that Vince was 
a level of cheating that was like the first year he's actually got money, a level of cheating that is almost unfathomable. Like he's like in bed with Linda, but all, but still full cheating at the same time somehow. And yeah, she like had he, sex with him, but Linda didn't suck him off, which he considers to be bitch shit. Yeah, exactly. Like he also was like he's like this is a period in their relationship where he's literally angry at Linda for having children. Why are these little kids in my house? <laughs> Wait a minute. We can't throw them in the garbage once we have money. What is this? I thought I was allowed to fucking eat the fucking boy. Hey, where was he from from originally? North Carolina. No, you mean where was Brutus Beefcake was first? Uh, Venice Beach, California, baby. No, he was billed from parts unknown, and then they billed him as San Francisco from San. Oh my God! The implication. He's gee, bro, 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 bro. Funny man. This I love wrestling humor. What was it? Jeff McHenry said. I remember. I was like. 22 23 at the time i'm like i think there's an area for which turned out to be not true <laughs> even though we still do this podcast i'm like i think there's an area on the internet for people who just make jokes about wrestling and then jeff McHenry said very succinctly he said yeah but then you're appealing to wrestling fans who are like ha 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 triple h called him gay and i was like yeah that's very true so basically jeff McHenry gave us the idea for this podcast yes yeah well, these um, are we are. This is sophisticated wrestling fans who listen to the. Our jokes are not about how people are gay. They're about how cum is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, we're pretty positive. We're very. We're pro cum. I won't say. I won't say we're pro people, but we are pro cum. Mm, we want the stuff that makes people. That's right. I don't like I cookies, but I love the dough. <laughs> can that's I just cum. say? Can I just say this? It is so crazy. The magic trick that Vince McMahon was able to pull. First with that nothing happened in his company or wrestling before WrestleMania won. And more importantly, that basically he makes you then forget everything until WrestleMania three. And that WrestleMania three is like the it's the opening of the oven. And here is the cake that will be the WWF for the next 10 years. Like WrestleMania three is not only when Hulk Hogan finally gets that fat crown and slams Andre, but it's mm. also the emergence of Brutus the Barber Beefcake. So after just basically like hanging out with Johnny Valiant and no, because he feuds with Hogan. They bring him in and in 85 he feuds with Hogan, which I love because which, that'd be like no, but no one talks about a it. Male stripper. Yeah. Oh my god, finally the battle of the beach. Can you imagine seeing that on the beach or this guy. Yeah, that male strip, that male stripper fucking he's I don't know, man. I guess he's got a job at night and that surfer wants to kick the shit out of him for it. You by the way, clearly have uh, never been to Venice Beach because you can definitely never. find a, a male stripper fighting a surfer. No problem. <laughs> that's just Owen. That's Hogan Beefcake. Let me say this. It's really interesting about LA, and this goes to your point, is that like gentrification happened, and then like coming out of COVID 2021 to 2022, it was like, oh, but remember that gentrification? That That is over now. And so Venice Beach is back to being like wild. Like a, just a fully topless uh lady definitely on something powerful just stood in the middle of a walkway being like who wants to fucking fight and you're like yes <laughs> we're back la is Brutus back beefcake wants to fight yeah i guarantee that that and you know who that woman is brutus the Be brutus the barber beefcake's mom brutus the beefcake brutus the beef i guarantee why wasn't he called brutus it's so crazy his name was Beefcake. Who are we rooting for? That barber whose last name is You're rooting hot. against him. At, not at, no, because it would, he, you only rooted for him when he became the barber because he only became the barber in 87. Yes. Everything before that, he's male stripper. That male stripper has a second career. I like him now. You know what I like about this is they basically threw using the gimmick of male stripper, the arc of many female strippers. She stripped for a bit. Use that money to go to uh, salon school, mm. and now she makes. She lives in the uh, L.A. County area, deep seven figures. I had no idea how much like stylists and pe like people that are just good at cutting hair in this city. I couldn't believe how much money they're making. Oh, anywhere, yeah, man. I mean, there's barber shops around here where it's like I had to get my hair cut, and because uh, I was like had a gig in front of a lot of people. I'm like, oh, fuck, I gotta get my hair cut, and I look like I have a bit of a moule. And then I just had to like book a place where I like it was like 50 bucks to get just the haircut. And oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, great. He's going to like go like I'm done now. 
And he, to his credit, didn't understand how to cut someone's hair who didn't have any. So he just gave me a fade. And somehow for one night, I looked like I had hair. It was crazy. He like he pretty much gave me an afro somehow for like a twenty four so, hour period. Yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah, Dylan, I saw photos from it. Dylan looked like Fabio for exactly twenty four hours. Mm. He, yeah. yeah, he made me lose weight. I didn't need glasses anymore. It was crazy. Yeah, Dylan had cum gutters and a full eight pack, and mm. everyone was like, "Is this just your haircut?" And Dylan kept doing he kept doing that head shake you do with long hair. And just, I used yeah. to miss that. I just <laughs> just shake my skull inside now. Anyway, yeah. summer of eighty five. <laughs> begins teaming with Greg the Hammer Valentine. They became known as the Dream Team. That's a very good idea because Ed Leslie looked like a person, not particularly good or bad, and Greg Valentine is great at wrestling, so they became a team called We're Heels because, I don't know, man, shut up. Shut up. Fuck you. Stop asking questions. They're eventually joined by the heavy Dino Bravo. Mm Mm-hmm. Literally heavy. (laughs) Way down by all those cigarettes you're smuggling, Dino. (laughs) Now he's dead. It's fine. The pairing was made uh, to reinvent Brutus after the losses to Hogan. That's so funny that they were like, what no are we going to do t- with Ed yeah. Leslie? And he's just sitting there like slow eating a sandwich where he's like, whoa, this is just two pieces of bread. I didn't notice there was nothing else in it. <laughs> is that dumb? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ed, Le- uh, Ed Leslie is the only man he one time got lost just inside his own hotel room. Wait. <laughs> Sorry, I don't I don't know how to get from the bed to the door. You can yeah, see wait, the door, wait. but which door is that? Is that that door or that door? That's I a window. Let... Okay, so that door is called a window? Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. Wait, 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 though. What if I open the door and it's the bathroom, though? I don't like that might be scary. Okay, so you say with this stuff, you're supposed to take gulps and not chew it? Yes, yeah. that's how you get water in your body. Uh, you're going to have to give me a video here. <laughs> I don't so, know you're, so you're telling me that reading is looking at something that's on a piece of paper and not eating that paper? <laughs> so I'm reading this picture right now? No, you're yeah, seeing yeah, the yeah, picture. Yeah. You're losing. You okay, got to so, rewind here. Hang on. So let me just, I, let me make sure, I'll explain it back to you. I'm reading right now because I can hear the words coming out of your mouth. And I'm listening, I'm reading those with my ears. Is that correct? <laughs> so the oh this is so it, i mean it is powerful for hogan to just be like i'm gonna have this ed leslie guy in here with me because i know if i just want to like at any point just win a ton of matches then ed leslie will just job to me do you no think quietly asked. ed leslie did all the contract negotiations uh listen hulk hogan he's gonna need another million this year and if you don't give it to him i'm just gonna full shave my bunions right here in your fucking office <laughs> no, no i think yeah i think hulk hogan's gonna need another million a year or what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna hit on your wife and trust me i don't stop yeah she may not eventually have sex with me but she will be very irritated by how specific my questions are <laughs> it's the 80s the form of harassment that i love isn't even a calling card yet you're just yeah. going to learn in tw- in 30 years people are going to be upset by it but for right now i just call it a good time yeah as long as they don't specifically say no but they just sort of beat around the bush i keep that as a yes <laughs> i got that penciled in as a yes yes in my holodex and by the way if you give me a fake number and i'm able to figure out what your number is i count that as us being married (laughs) (laughs) uh the dream team this is great win the tag team titles and i'm sure that jim Cornette at the time just like burnt down someone's house with them inside just so he could make himself feel better yeah they won the titles and uh from the u.s express oh my god hell yeah from mike rotundo and barry windham barry windham of course great wrestler Ed Leslie, of course, guy who only tacitly knows what ropes are. Uh, and he, by the way, when you say ropes, he assumes you mean cum. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, so there's ropes. So I got a nut in the ring? Yeah, wait. You, you want me to th- Irish whip that guy into a bunch of my cum? Okay, you you're going to take Irish- his finish. I'm not sucking his dick till he comes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not jacking up. Hey, you up. can't fucking finish on me. Oh, wait, pin me? Yeah. Who cares? I'm a male strip or whatever. I don't know. I come yeah. out. Bah, 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 you're mad at me. You know what's interesting? In the year 1982, I just stopped paying attention for three full years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I swear to God, I was driving somewhere. I looked out the window. It's 1987. I don't know what's yeah. happening. Have you ever tried to actually sing all the lyrics to 100 bottles of beer on the wall, all the way down to zero bottles of beer on the wall, and you do that in your head? If you do that, 
you just won't notice that you got a good job now, man. Also, okay. okay who also, the fuck's this guy, Greg? He keeps shooting up. <laughs> here's my favorite thing. Uh, Ed Leslie, we know he's dumb. Whatever. But what does he do once he gets money? What does every wrestler do when they get money? I'm going to assume Ed abuse, right? Yeah, yeah, Ed Leslie just bought a bunch of condoms. <laughs> Close. He bought a house for 90 G's in St. Petersburg, Florida on the beach and immediately put it up for rent. Fuck He's yeah. smarter than every single wrestler. Fuck. Yeah, Ed Leslie there. And it's like, I wonder how Ed Leslie was able to afford to take I years to off of this guy. I love, I got to tell you, you he know what? Ed Les- land immediately, like immediately. Ed, but Ed, you know what Ed Leslie is? Ed Leslie is a middle-class guy who just went and made slightly more money than his parents. I guarantee his dad was like, if you make some money, buy land by the beach. Mm-hmm. People like the beach. And Ed Leslie, you know what Ed Leslie does? Ed Leslie just listens. These guys will give that you a job. Such a good, I, that is such a good call where it's like all Ed Leslie does is what other people suggest and the other people in his life seemingly except for i'm gonna fuck this girl he has no thoughts in his head and he just yeah. takes what other people do and only the good ones he's I get, he had a good circle as the as they would say on social media i guarantee that if uh ed, if you're like what is ed leslie's thoughts and it was like most of the day it's just jiggy jiggy jug jug yeah jiggy, and then he's jiggy, just jug. like i wonder that girl with those jugs would show me her jugs and then <laughs> she doesn't and he's like all right Hold on. So there's two types. There's women here, right? Who you have to, um, you just hope that they have sex with you. And there's other ones that you pay and then they definitely do. Why doesn't everyone just hang out with them? <laughs> yeah. Why doesn't everyone just get a six figure job working for that guy my friend likes? Just doing that. And then you get them to write you a receipt. And since you play a male stripper, it's research. Let me Wait. say that. Write <laughs> uh, it up. That. You just came I up get- with the IRS with only prostitutes as write offs? <laughs> yeah. It's the receipt of- says we fucked and it's in lipstick. I don't understand what's happening here. I put in a bunch of thongs in the bag. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I put a bunch of nutted in thongs. I don't understand why these aren't count as receipts, idiot. Um, I guarantee that. Uh, oh, no, wait. Here's a bad story. I was about to be like, I guarantee we're going to enter in because this, as the 80s turned to the 90s, we're about to get a bunch of truths. And it's like, well, and then Ed Leslie was just found in a school covered in blood. And then he just never talked about it again. Okay. Well, here's one. Um, Here we go. Once the dynamite kid woke up, Brutus the barber beat kicker for him. First of all, before I complete the story, already I already hate it. What happens? Dynamite kid kid is naked except for a pair, uh, some item of clothing that makes no sense, like t shirt. And a mm-hmm. ball cap, but mm-hmm. fully naked everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruce the Barber Beefcake never elaborates why Diamond uh, Dynamite Kid was able to get into his room at four o'clock in the morning. And then I assume Dynamite Kid is like, hey, there's a girl passed out in my room. She wants some more cock. And then Bruce Bar- Beefcake has sex with a passed out girl. And in his telling of the story, somehow blames it on Dynamite Kid. Or even better, blames it on the girl. You are on the right track. No, I thought I had it perfectly. Let me Drug tell you. woman, 100%. Dynamite kid. Dynamite kid wakes up, shows a girl that the bulldogs had drugged. They smothered her vagina in peanut butter so that they could trick Matilda into licking it. I fucking Everybody, hate the British bulldogs. Fuck. You will not cover your new phone that you just threw into a lake because that is the worst thing I've oh, said into a microphone. My... Why did they wake someone Why up to watch? Why is anyone sad Davy Boy's dead? Yeah. <laughs> After that story, it I sucks was... that my serial rapist dad, who was yeah. a pretty good wrestler, like, who gives a shit if they were a pretty good wrestler? These are just, like, rapists that I knew can't... how to beat you up. I can't believe that guy who we didn't really ever want to see after the third match who wore jeans terribly in 99. I miss. I don't miss him at all. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. I guarantee. I hope. What did Brutus the Barber Beefcake do when he woke up to that absolute nightmare? It doesn't say, which is probably not good. The worst thing you could say is nothing. I just feel like he turned to me. He's like, "Hey, you're gonna need some jam," and then he just oh, fucking. God. Yeah, just some horrible. Some, here's the problem. Or realistically, Brett. probably he's so used to it. He's like, well, "I got up for that," and he just went back to sleep. Yeah, that's. I guarantee he was like, "What the fuck, guys?" Oh my god, you might as well just shown me a small French fry with how used I am to seeing this. Yeah, I'm. So, what is this? What is this? Just another airport? That's how used I am to seeing it. 
I think the worst thing is that PETA didn't just basically use all of their donations from the 80s to have a death squad to specifically hunt and kill the British Bulldogs <laughs> yeah. on television. It feels like the British Bulldogs saw a documentary about Hitler and they're like, let's do the Holocaust, but just to Bulldogs. Yeah, I think... Um, what the, what's Harry Smith's name? Da- Davy Mansmith or whatever. He should have yeah. an answer for both of their crimes. I also think that it's very funny that the Dyna- like Dynamite Kids kids had a relationship with their father at any point. And I guarantee the minute that that guy went back to England and never spoke to them again, they were just like, whew, it's easier. <laughs> this is great. But, yeah. No one just has a pistol. Yeah. You know how, <laughs> you know how like, there's some jobs you quit and you're like, oh, you know, that wasn't that bad. And then there's some jobs you quit where you didn't really realize how much you hated it until you finally didn't have to do it anymore. It's like definitely not talking Dynamite Kid was the second one where it's like, man, I really fucking hated that. I mean, I got to tell you, there's a, no, I, no, no, uh... I got a fun story. Here's a fun story for you. There's this woman, right? And now she's dead. And let me tell you how I did it. Don't tell the cops. He probably had a bunch of stories that like, don't tell the cops. And then you're like, well, now I just have to know about this. Uh, this is something that Dylan once said very early on in being a father, which is what I would apply to uh, uh, Dynamite Kid, which is um, I have a child now. I uh, I don't know if that kid ever needs to meet this person. Or, and you were discussing <laughs> like so many of your friends. You're like. I got like 80% of my friends. I don't think my son ever needs to meet. That is something as a, I don't know if anyone can relate to this. I guarantee I have way more of them than you guys do. But there is a lot of people who are like, hey, I haven't met your kid. And I'm like, that is by design. Yeah. 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 Oh, (laughs) yeah. Like it felt like like it it was one of those things where it's like, I've met uh, Dylan's child and I've kept it quiet because a lot of people Dylan and I are both friends with are like, I haven't met that kid yet. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't introduce you to my kid either, man. Like, it, yeah. we are inside and you are smoking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have you have specific strains of cocaine you'll tell people about. No one should yeah, like yeah, cocaine to the point where it's like, mm, mm, this guy's got good stuff, but not as good as this guy. That's yeah, just ooh. a bunch of that's just a bunch of coal. Yeah, really gets you fucked up. I mean, Dylan and I, when we were hanging out with the group of friends that Dylan and I are discussing right now, I remember uh, when a bunch of them were getting one guy to try the cocaine they had purchased because they wanted to make sure that it didn't have too much fentanyl in it. And he was, <laughs> I like that quote unquote, being brave for the pussies. Yeah, that's how you get free stuff nowadays. Anyway, John, I mean, I don't think we can do best and worst because there's so many. But what is the best thing about Ed Leslie, I guess this is this is his getting serious phase. It was 1979 yeah, to about is... 1987. Because we're stopping right before Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yeah, of course we're stopping right before Brutus the Barber Beefcake. We've, of course, previewed how that occurs. You'll hear all about, uh, um, I don't know, the fact that he somehow was in wrestling and almost won the Intercontinental title like 80 times before Hulk Hogan yeah. heads to WCW. And then we get to my favorite phase of Brutus the Barber Beefcake. The man of a thousand gimmicks. Barry Darso, move over. I, for some reason, am a guy who likes butts, and that will be my character for quite some time. Yeah, I I think that the only bad thing about Brutus during, well, I haven't read the horrible things he's done, but I will say anticipating the worst thing about Brutus Beefcake and WCW is that he didn't, is that smartphones weren't around? Because he would have just been like on his phone doing promos like, yeah, I'm gonna, oh, fuck, KFC, that sales. I'm, uh, what am I? Ass looker. Sorry, booty man. I'm going to just go back on his phone. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm the Zodiac. Fuck you. I'd say the worst thing about Brutus Beefcake during this period, Ed Leslie, is um, that he didn't report that rape the Bulldogs did. Yeah, I was about to say uh, his uh, cone of silence that he took anytime. Or any of the rapes that they all did. Yeah, I guarantee. Here's how they should have handled the British Bulldogs. Is as soon as you landed in any town, you just called the police. Hey, can you just start following Dynamite Kid and... um, uh, Davy Boy Smith. Well, why are they going to commit a crime? For sure. Like, what's the crime going to be? I don't know, man. Like, one of them just drank a bunch of mouthwash, and the other one was like, "What you shit? That'll taste good." So, like, I like they said they're headed to a church, so I'd stake out churches that are about to be shit on. I don't know. <laughs> that is the crazy thing, and then we'll have to wrap up. But I, you know how easy it would be to be like a ambitious wrestler in the eighties. All you'd have to do is report everyone's rapes, and then you have all the titles. It's yeah, just but you it's, against Hulk Hogan because it's not technically illegal to be racist on tape. 
I mean, this is something that I remembered. Um, I remember there was a cartoon in a car wash in 1996, I want to say. And it was a uh, it was a police squad room with a woman. And it said, three men showed this woman and their dicks in the park. And then the other bubble was, why are they smiling? So you could have been a, then why is she smiling? Um, oh, yeah, that is an old joke. That is an old joke. And what my point is, if you want to be an ambitious wrestler, you could have just called the like just called Law and Order SVU on every roster until now. Probably now is the first time. When oh, yeah, is dude, you could have called the cops on people and be like, they have her in the room right now. And then the cops are like, God, I guess we actually have to fucking do something. With anyway. Well, hang on. What's his wrestler name? The Gigolo Jimmy Del Rey. Fine, we'll go. Yeah, his wrestler name is I Fuck Sleeping Women, and he is doing it right now. Anyway, yeah, we're done now. More horrible crimes next week. Fuck you. At Dylan Gott, every social media thing. At the John Hastings, every social media thing. At Wrestler People. Review, every other thing. People on Patreon, we love you. Thank you for the support. People not on Patreon, we also love you. Thank you for the support. Go fuck yourselves, everybody. See you later. Goodbye. Bye-bye.